Hello and welcome back to the Ten Pine Podcast. We're here with me, Lucas Normal, and Michael. Alright. We also have special guests Finn and Sarah from Stone. Hi. Hello. So we normally take it back to the start. How do you just both start getting into music? Um, myself, I started playing music when I was about. I think actually, you know, I wanted to be like a pop star when I was like uh, six or seven, but then I couldn't play an instrument or could sing. I think I used to just like, I think I used to sing end dubs <laughs> in the mirror when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> was um, um, then eventually when I was like 13, I was on holiday and I just, oh, I was thinking, I was just like 11, 12, and I picked up a guitar and uh, my dad taught me A, you know, uh, A sharp, A sharp, was it A, A, and then um a minor, yeah. like the happy sad, and then from there I learned wild thing, you know, wild thing. You make my heart sing. That's what I learned. Yeah, no, I remember I, I don't know actually. I I was probably about eight when I started playing guitar. I literally only picked up bass when I was probably in like year ten of school. Um, and I think the first song. About the guitar. <laughs> first song I learned was like, um, like Aerials by System of a Down. I was one of those little emo chicks that got brought up on like metal from my dad, and like funk from my mum. So, it's you know it's it's quite fun. My dad just listened to Captain Beefheart. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just old blues. <laughs> my dad went through a weird phase of just going a massive beard out and being all all, all hippieish when he was like. Like when I was like eight, and he just played blues music to me all the time. I like that, respectable. <laughs> yeah. So, um, when did you start like writing? Who actually writes the songs first of all? Myself. Do you? Yeah. So, um, do, do you want me to uh, mention how I write them? With a pen. Yeah, with a pen. Nah, I'm on my iPhone notes. I just, you know what, right? I started. I wrote my first song when I was fifteen. I remember it was like it was so bad. It was like ah. Don't know why did you have to go? Just so simple. Um, and I wrote it in school with me and a lad called Dom. He had this long ginger hair and we, we recorded it. And I was like, wow, I need to start a band. And then um, I, I wrote I wrote loads of different types of songs. Obviously, I started off listening to it as Oasis. So I started writing like a bit like I want to be Oasis cover band. Yeah. And Stone Roses cover band. And then, but I'll get onto Stone. I went through that as a band called The Bohos with, with Stone. Um, I started writing in a way like I started realizing. I was better writing in like a sense of just telling it as it was instead of trying yeah. to be so metaphorical. I, like I could be metaphorical, but, but like I was better at just getting on my notes and just rambling. And that's how I wrote Leave It Out. I remember walking down the road going like, walking down the road, head up on my pace on the outer shell, all seems calm, but the eyes look jaded. You know, he's prone to being locked to his phone, but I'll tell you my brother, he ain't no clone. And, and that was when I'd just been to... Uh, Rob Swerdlow who, who's our manager now and, and was like I was trying to show him new songs and he said uh, he was just going Finn it doesn't quite seem real like it's everything you're showing me is alright but it, like, it needs to be real I need to believe what you're saying I need to believe what you are and you're, you're not striking me like at the time I was in like a bit of a, a bit like I was trying to be in this moody kind of bit more emo band and he was like it doesn't, it's not real and when I, wrote, when I walked home this just kind of spewed up out of me and from there now I, constantly in my iPhone notes I've just got like little raps and notes. I'll spit some to you later on if you want to. Got these, little, <laughs> these, these, these notes, just these bars, like, like about everything which goes on. So so, so now I, I write the songs and then I try not to play guitar as much as I can. And then I come to these and these will kind of write a music. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Sarah's only been in the band for like four months. So yeah. I, I gave her a bit of advice with bass lines to start with. But <laughs> now, now she's rambling them out as well. No, I just, whenever I write music, it, um, like bass lines like strike me like t- 
two minutes before I'm fully about to fall asleep. And I just have to make that decision of like, oh, should I get up in the, in the like pitch black darkness and work it out? Or should I just forget it and go to sleep? She can only write in the studio. <laughs> she's one of them. <laughs> she, she, she only writes, she's only writes when the red light's on. <laughs> what's like the sort of inspiration behind the songs? Like, well, you just mentioned Leave It Out. What's like, what are you trying to say in the song? Um, I still think I'm. I think I'm just a massive narcissist when I write songs. I think I'm just great at telling you about my life. Um, um, I listen to a lot of the streets. I listen to a lot of hip hop, and I just uh, Mike Skin. I just love the way he used to be able to just express things in such a such a real way. You know, like mm. have you ever heard what's, what's the song? Uh, you know, Geezers Need Excitement. Yeah, I love that song because it was just like he'll just go into detail about things that you never even thought about, like. You know, even there, he keeps telling different stories, and you know about like throwing the chips across the counter, and this guy, you know, is never going to be the Jackie Chan scene it could have been. And I used to just love the way he wrote like that, and I kind of just wanted to write like that, but I never felt like I yeah. could because, like, like I'm a Jewish lad from Liverpool. Do you know what I mean? It's like you don't really see lads like me writing yeah. bars. Do you know what I mean? And my dad was in a Britpop band, and do you know what I mean? It's 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 like. Um, I didn't think um, it was really it was really in my blood to write like a bit more like that. But then I, I guess I I just kept messing up in life. I got, like I got arrested last week myself, but I just kept getting I, 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 I got put in the cell last week. Do you know what I mean? And I, just, I, keep, I keep messing up. Can we ask you what you're doing, or should we leave that there? We'll tell you. I'll get onto that one later. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, this is why I haven't drank for six months. So oh, I just kept realizing whenever I got drunk, I just. Funny stuff kept happening, so like, like even keep running. You know, I was like, I wanted to quit smoking. That's why I said, like, out of breath, walking down the street, nicotine fever, bleeding out my teeth. I want to stop my lungs, condemn it. You can only stop when you admit that you're an addict. And at that moment, I was like, I guess I'm an addict. And then I stopped. So you know what I mean? But all my songs just come from that place where some of them can be political, some of them can be frustrated, some of them can be about like family things, some of them can just be like about being blasted in town. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And just making up words. Like, obviously, I had a song called Cupid or where I just made the word up and just scream it in the What's chorus. What's it called, sorry? Cupid so What does it mean? I don't know. I think, <laughs> I think, I think Cupid, Cupid is in like love and then door, which I found out was like a nickname for the beetle that rolls around in, in, in poo. So it's like love shit. Do you know what I mean? So Cupid door, love shit. Do you know what I mean? So. <laughs> doesn't have to make too much sense. But uh, yeah, from there, um, um, I, I just I, me, me songwriting process I'm still figuring out myself because I used to write half my I can either write really really like ballad-esque type of songs I write with the acoustic guitar and I'll sing and hit every note in, in on the on, on the um, spectrum but then like you've heard them haven't you when I've written really soft acoustic songs and then yeah. some of them are just like I can either write really soft acoustic songs or they're like so this that this that yeah. and then lemonade on, on on a cheesecake on Sundays do you know what I mean <laughs> Aliens in the what night sky. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I, I wasn't being smart enough to go out of that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, yeah, but even that Cupid, the, the first lyrics go, enters four girls with phones in their hands, here to impress the fans on a love life Instagram. No harm in what they do, it's not criminal, but I see like two words spoken with five minute intervals, and then it just starts screaming the word Cupid, which like, doesn't tie into anything. Does I just come to you? Like that, what, like that sentence there? Do you have yeah, to think I was sat in motel, and... I sat in motel, just seen it, and just went, that's all I do. Sometimes I can't do it. Sometimes I, I need to yeah. try and write it. I just can't. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I write? So is it normally broken up into like different parts of the song then? 
rather like you don't sometimes do I'll just mash like five poems together yeah yeah, yeah. Like sometimes, some sometimes in the songs, like you know, if you hear "Keep Running," yeah, the middle eight will keep running, going walking, talking, television's boring. Do you know where that came from? No. Alex, Alex, our drummer, he wrote that. <laughs> like it's like a uni, <laughs> uni needs of them. His university needed him like a, like a song, so because I was like doing loads of like poetry, he just decided to make a rap. But he goes like, he goes, the man don't got what the man don't need, the man don't talk and the man don't see. He's oh don't forget blind, and he goes walking, talking, television's boring. And I went, that's boss. <laughs> keeps you up for that early in the morning. I was like, I'm putting that in the new song, and he's like, no, you're not, lad. And I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I put it in the song, and everyone thinks it's just like this deep moment when really it's just Smithy just just like, making. Some rap for this for this uni. I need to get it up. I'll send it to you. It's like the man don't want, but the man don't need the man. Can't Did you rap on it on his song? No, no, he, he's Did rapping. Did he do it himself? Yeah, I've got it on my phone. I need to show you. It's, he's oh just rapping. God. He's just rapping. And our drummer's just like he's not that. He's just a funny dude. And yeah, I love Alex. And then I was like, I'm putting that in a song. And then the keep running came. And obviously, I'm talking about. Then I was like, it fits in with being like me having a conversation with my own brain. And it's like that, that's what I did. I ended up using. Do you have conversations with yourself, do you? All the time, mate. <laughs> All the time. I'm the, the least schizophrenic, non schizophrenic. I'm the most schizophrenic, non schizophrenic. <laughs> you know, no, no disregard to that, but like, that's why I'm constantly sitting there going, either I just can't stop. Like, either I'm just great at having conversations with myself, or there's just three me's inside of me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm possessed by the devil. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what age, like, with Stone? So no, first of all, what was your other band called? The Powerhouse. When did you start gigging with them? I was 15, so like six, five, five years ago. Where, where was I? Like, she was in the room back then, mate. We <laughs> 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 um, started gigging with them. We supported some good bands. We supported Night Cafe. We supported DMAs. We did some great stuff. We had the, we did all right, but then that was when Rob was like, fitness isn't real. Like you just, you just having a crack at being in the band. Yeah. And I had some moments at the song called Gaff Master where I kind of did a bit of talking, but from there I was like, it was a uh, a fella called Gary who he tour managed in Haley. he was like because my name's Finley Stone Power because mm. um, Stone's my mum's last name he was like I was like I'm trying to get away from the last name Power I don't want to be everyone yeah. I want to be different to it and he was like why don't you just call it Stone <laughs> and I was like I need a stone and I was like sat there and I was like yeah and then I was like I, I pitched it to the lads and they were like oh but are you going to be sensitive attention that's when it was a different different basis back then like called Ian who's, who's still one of my dearest friends he's, he's a barber now yeah he hasn't got a barber shop so I can't shout him out like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, he's um, he was started stone uh, and I was like yeah but then when I pitched it to them it was like it's going to be something new where I kind of talk more about my life experiences but we are a band do you know what I mean yeah they loved it and that's what we went from there and then Sarah joined Bye. Sazzle she, she, she came in and I think I think she was the best edition of the band because how did that come about you joining? Uh, well, I go to uni with Alex as well, and I just heard from a tutor that you guys were looking for a bassist, and they they just hooked us up, and I turned up to the first practice. And you guys, it was so funny. I remember you scared the crap out of me that first practice. I was like dancing. <laughs> I, I, I was like why? Because I was like jumping about. You know, you were just like so intense. I was, I was like, just sick. Oh, okay. I was just sick of like anyone messing me about you know what I mean yeah. and I just, so I kind of like she came in and she was I was like she was like can I stay in my other band I was like no you have to leave all <laughs> bands you're only in this band yeah it's like a management's looking at us this when we never got we went um, working with Starwood it's like a management's looking at us I, I've been trying to get this guy to manage us for years he's, he's been a bit 
being like I've been trying to work hard. It's like have you in or you're out. And in that practice, I was like jumping all about, and I was kind of, um, I was kind of really making sure she realised that this is serious. Like Stone, yeah. ain't, Stone ain't just some like some joke, man. Like 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 Plan B's try harder. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then Plan mm. C's world domination. <laughs> <laughs> like we're Stone, we, we we we're like the national anthems, just like leave it out. And Sarah's like, Sarah's the president. <laughs> I'll be locked up by then. How did you and the other lads meet then? Like, um, I met Elle because his ex bird was my was my mate. Oh. Uh, he was our guitarist, Elliot. I met Alex when we were looking for a new drummer, and he was just the best drummer I knew. But he was like, we were both like, I was like. It, me and Alex were looking back I don't know how we thought we were cool back then we were just both proud we were just such an uncool band I used to wear like these Hawaiian shirts on stage <laughs> dance around like that thinking I was crazy <laughs> I went from being like some little some 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 little um, little scouser riding around on me, on me GT to like starting a band like going Hawaiian shirt on stage thinking like I was gonna I was gonna make it just from like nodding my hair back and forth you know what I mean? <laughs> Alex was just like Alex was amazing at drums but he was just a funny little sausage and Ella had this dyed d- d- dyed blonde 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 hair and oh, he no. just looked funny <laughs> and eventually we all I think we all had a lesson on how to become slightly cooler not cool slightly cooler and then eventually we got Sarah which everyone was like did you mean to get a girl in the band and we were like nah nah honestly everyone thinks it's like some tactical thing I don't know if Sarah's brought brought the uh, the cool level up though. Not because she's yeah. a female, because she's cool. And she's from Oxford. Mm. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> sound like that. <laughs> I think you do. Have you had a vote? Yeah. So like what's your favourite gig so far? Now first of all, have you like gigged with the band because you've only yeah. been here four yeah. months? Like, just yeah. before lockdown, yeah, was she's it? Gigged. Just literally only done like five gigs and yeah. then it We were all belted though. Yeah, they were sick. Mm. I really like that. We supported Rats. Uh, yeah, did, it, did, did a show with Joe Talbot from Idols. Um, Sean Ryder from Happy Mondays. There's some decent shows. What was he like? Was a bloke? Sean Ryder? Yeah. I wouldn't tell you, he didn't talk to anyone, but, but, like, <laughs> but, but like literally, he turns, like, I was like, oh, I want to meet Sean. And then he turned up to the show and he rocks up in like a car, gets out the car, does what he needs to do and gets back out, doesn't even look at you. I guarantee we could support him, for, like we could do 100 dates with him and he wouldn't even know who you are. He'd think you're a fan for all your life. But he definitely knows you supported him. No. Nah. No. Just him by himself or Happy Mondays? Him by himself doing like, like he does like these Q&As and you, you go yeah. on and get a band. I, he, he wouldn't know who we are. He didn't even know. I, I, I doubt he even knew this band on before him. By the time we're off stage, everything's taken off stage, he, come, he comes in when everything's ready for him and he leaves straight after. So. Bizarre, that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a. Have you been in that industry that long now? I think he's just sick of it, mate. Yeah. Like I, I, I had a little rave with Bez um, a couple of years back in in, in a... Snowdonia. That's the reason I remember the place because he because he did a DJ set and I was behind the decks with him and some fella called Peter and he's going Snowdonia. How are we? <laughs> uh, he's going like, just playing Nirvana tunes on Spotify, <laughs> going with his kid Arlo, who's actually boss boss DJ like his kid. But and it's it was just funny. And Sean turned up that day as well. And Sean just turned up and got off like got off like. I remember he walked past and I was like, I've met Sean about five times, but like he still doesn't know what I look like. Yeah, yeah he just walks past. I mean, he'll talk. He'll talk to like me. Yeah, I'll talk to talk to people who knows and then get off. Do you know what I mean? So that's about it. Is there any other bands that have sort of like inspired you in terms of like the sound of the music or even just the start Ooh, yeah. of music? Oh yeah, I guess Joy Division, New Order, Nirvana. Um, I listen to a lot of Nas. Mm. 
been listening to Tribe Called Quest. Oh, yeah. Um, what else? Who's on me thing? I've been listening to, I love, like, old Dr. Dre. Do you know what I mean? I, lo- I love everything. I love loads of hip-hop, man. That's actually surprising, really, though, because you're not a hip-hop band. Yeah, but I do a lot of spoken word. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I kind of do talk. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's... This is where the thing is, because I do spoken word. If you kind of listen to me, like, if you listen to some of our newer songs, I do kind of... I wouldn't say rapping, but I'm kind of talking, but... There's a lot of... this hip-hop influence in some of our newer stuff, but... We're, I'm, we are, like, a post-punk band, but maybe we are a punk band with a lot of hip-hop influence. Yeah. That's what I say. I say we're a punk band with hip hop influence. Mm. Yeah, we were quite an acquired taste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if if it's more like, like 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 math rock mixed in with jazz, and, you know, we only play you know seven eight time signatures, <laughs> but we oh, 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 only if we don't feel offended as well. You know, your jazz music influence you at all? Uh, I think the Lars influenced me. The yeah. Lars have definitely influenced me. Uh, cast, I think what all cast have done for me was when I was seven years old, eight, when I was a young kid and I've seen my dad on stage, I used to look and go, I want to do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's all he's done for me. I used to look at my dad and I was like, obviously, when he come off stage and I used to play guitar and I used to sing with him when I was younger and I used to watch him play guitar and I used to look at him and go, I want to do that. That's yeah. definitely, I think that planted the seed, watching my dad and my dad's mates, because my dad's mates are obviously all artists as well, do you know what I mean? Mm. And when I was younger, meeting like Liam and people like that, and just like, but the Lars are a huge influence. I don't even like thinking me that was in the Lars, I just love the Lars, I love them. The whole, that first album was, was, was you can't even, you can't even rate it, it's just too good. There's, yeah, you false. can't fault it's it doesn't, it doesn't it, you can't even say you can't fault it, it's just something that's just so beautiful, do you know what I mean? It's, it's um, which I wouldn't say it's a massive inspiration for me. I think when I got, well, it is, but I think when I got became, in got into music, that became something which I realised. Wow, wow, and my family's a part of that. Wow, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But that's really it, to be honest. Like, it's I, I've asked me quite that questions about the Lars, some stuff that I he probably wouldn't want me to share. Do you know what I mean? It's some stuff, but um, um. Yeah, I know some stuff about the. I know some stuff, and it's it's really. I'm a fan of the Lars, and that's all I am. It's it's all all my dad is really is is someone who was a musician, and and he's someone who I can turn around to and go, Dad, what do you think of this? Or he, if I ask about management or labels or people who've spoke to me, he, he'll give me good advice. Yeah. Um, he's quite good at telling me, giving me advice how to act with people. You know, he's always tells me to play cool. You know, play cool. I'm like, but he thinks he's cooler than he is now. I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? If he if he sees this, he'd be upset for him. <laughs> yeah, that, I think my dad is being definitely a seed planter. For like, oh, yeah, yeah. that sounded wrong. Seed was all over. Yeah, he, he. I think he um, definitely was an inspiration. I'll, I'll, I'll bite me. I'll bite me ego and say yeah. I, I don't want to sit there and go, I'm my own man. I am my own man. And it takes me being my own man to admit that he he's 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 definitely inspiration. But he's mm. not me, do you know what I mean? Yeah. As if anyone else is an inspiration. He's just as much as an inspiration as John Lennon is, do you know what I mean? It's, well, no, John Lennon's a way more inspiration. That's not wrong. I think he's just, yeah, he's just there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's just someone who was there. We were talking earlier, where were you saying, like, people probably think you get loads of help from that. And you were saying you don't. Not one. Do you want to explain, like, I'd what, love what to explain like? to clear it up. <laughs> I'll clear up a few things as well, because people think recently we've been signed to Alan McGee's label as well, but we're not signed to that. Because even magazines, we've got some Radio 6, the science albums, but I'll go into that one as well. Um, my dad doesn't help me one bit. He doesn't, he he knows 
how hard this industry is. He knows that. What's he gonna do? Go ring up a record label and go manage my, like you know, sign my son. Mm. It it don't work. If that was the case, I would be signed on the way. My dad does not sign to a label anymore. He's done his time. He's he's really. The the industry's moved on from John Power and Cast and. It's he's still got his fans and he's got his loyal fan base, but no, he can't help me. That he doesn't write any. Even when I write songs, he he doesn't listen to my songs and listen to a cast tune, like yeah, they are different. Uh, different. They're not even you can't even put them on the same genre. Like like they're, they're completely different. And and it's there's no help he's given me there. Do you know what I mean? It's I've come to my own writing terms, and he says to me, I don't know where your writing's come from because it's nothing to do with me. Um, what has my dad helped me with? Even even you know when I supported DMAs and the Night Cafe, that was Night Cafe was because I became mates with the lads. DMAs was because I was a massive fan of them, and I went to their first show and played. Asked we them are, them. aren't we? Yeah. I asked yeah. if I could play guitar to them, and yeah, so I, I'm mates with I'm half good mates with Johnny now. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. um, and the rest of them, I know them all. Whenever they come to Liverpool, I'm, I'm, I I chill with them afterwards. Do you know what I mean? It's um, not to do with my father. Even White Lies, that was Isle of Life selling shows out. The only thing that Cast have done for us is, is let us support Cast. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And no offense on Cast fans, but their demographic ain't ain't, ain't really ain't yeah. really the young teens and 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 do you know what I mean? Who, who like they, they aren't the people who are coming to our shows going to create mosh pits. They're, they're an older <laughs> generation yeah. who will guess will buy our vinyls and do you know what I mean and, and shit like that. But um, yeah, Cast ain't can't do much for us apart from I guess. I guess people might turn there and go, oh, you know, John's lads in a band. But if we aren't good, people aren't going to turn. Like, our manager now knew who my dad was. And for years, he didn't manage us. He turned, he knocked us back and knocked us back for years. I kept yeah. sending him songs. It was heartbreaking. Came to our shows two years ago and just told us we weren't good enough as the Bobos. Heartbreaking. Yeah, it's like if your dad's a footballer mm-hmm. and you're not good at football. You're not going to be a professional yeah, footballer because your dad you can't, is, People got to realise this industry isn't luck. You can't. There ain't no shortcuts, and I've realised I got all. I think I probably did expect. I don't know. I didn't expect, but I think I did think you could just, you know, play a few songs, you know, talk the talk, and you'll get somebody. There's no cutting corners in this industry, and the more I realise it, you can't lie. You'll get caught with your pants around your ankles, and that's what I've learned. <laughs> you will get taken down to London, and those big press people will rip you to shreds. They'll eat you like a lion. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I've learned that because I've seen it happen to people. Even family who've been in bands, luckily they've got a lot of advice. The one thing my dad has done is given me, the one thing my dad has given me, which is priceless, is advice. Yeah. The advice that I have get, gotten off my dad and his friends is that you can't cut corners, you can't kid anyone, you can't pretend that you're doing well when you aren't, you can't claim you've got a million fans when you haven't, you can't cut corners because you will get caught with your pants around your ankles or you'll sink. I mean, you can see even more now just with, like, the Spotify stats and followers and that, how many fans you're having there. You can't yeah. say how we're smashing well, it. Pe- people, people, try, people try to still, though, man. People, people get Spotify farms and there's that. And, and people try to and all, you know, get a lot of people they know to follow you. But it's it's if you're not real, you, you, you can't fake it. You can't fake that you're something you're not. Do you know what I mean? You can't, I can't pretend to be some lad who goes out and blitzes town and writes songs about it when mm. I haven't been in the past. Now, I get up at six in the morning and walk my dog. Like, <laughs> I've written a song which I don't know if I might actually play that new song series. I don't know if Rob would want me to, but I um, wrote a song. To, I, the first time I drank in six months was on the weekend, and I ended up in a cell. and I've written a song about it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Apart from that, I've been writing about past experiences and, and just getting up in the day with morning and lockdown. But no, you, you can't. I'll, I'll stress this to any other any other band who watches this. The one thing I have learned from the last few years and, and from having a, 
a credible manager and a credible team around me and, and um, credible family who can give me advice is you cannot fake it. You can't cut corners. No one can help me. My dad can't even if my dad gave wrote me a song. Do you not think everyone will know it's a cash song? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Don't you think people will hear me writing them sounding like John Power? Do you know what I mean? I don't even dress like him. It's like it's like there's <laughs> nothing he can do for me apart from give me advice. Yeah. And apart from maybe if I'm good enough, give me a contact. But that contact, any contact he's he, in the past he's you know gone. Like his manager was Alan, his Alan, Alan McGee managers and now I showed Alan a few songs. Alan was like, yeah, I'll, um, you know, he kind of actually a couple of years ago rejected. It was like, I don't want to work with your son. Then eventually I met him at a festival uh, when I was there with Jake Bogan. He, he gave me, he, he, he offered me a deal there. We ended up not taking the deal with Alan McGee because really it was too close to home, too close to my dad. I didn't, yeah. want, I didn't want to be in a record label yeah. where the guy manages my dad. It felt too... I felt like that wasn't the route they to success. They used to manage your dad or still does? He, he, Alan McGee now manages my dad. Yeah. yeah. I didn't want to be signed to a label or someone who managed my dad. But because I knew, cause I knew that Alan McGee wants to put our songs out because they're good songs, I knew that it would eventually make us hit a ceiling where someone would not want to... People would just look down on it. Yeah. So I want to do it on my own. There's, there's nothing you can do for me. I guess I'm sorry for leaving you sign. There's not much you can say about this. <laughs> Sarah's dad teaches jujitsu. Stop. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about my dad? Yeah. Then that's about it. If you want to say about him, mm. if that if that makes any sense, and that's anything else you want to cover on that. So you're gonna give a piece of advice to a new band tomorrow. What would you say to them? Like the main one. Don't fake it. No, it sounds. I sound like sound like bloody. Cheryl Colton and see you, you gotta be true to yourself. <laughs> like, you've actually gotta be. You can't pretend to be something you're not. And that's yeah. the thing. If you're trying to do it, if you, if you fancy dress, go on, be fancy dressed. You know what I mean? Like, some yeah. bands accept that, like, they'll pretend to be something cooler than they are, but accept that that's what you are. You can't go out there and pretend to be something you're not, or write about something you're not. Like, you've gotta. If is is you, because people, people are trained to see through you. These mm. big medias, these big, these big, you know, agents and labels are trained to see through it, trained to see through any flaws in the, in your, yeah, you know would you say, like, yourself with, like, your old bands and stuff like that, would you say, like, you made, like, some mistakes? Trying to be Joy Division. Yeah. Honestly, thinking I was Joy Division, trying to dress and having the hair slicked back <laughs> and wearing, like, you know, um, a shirt on stage and, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I do that now when I'm going out for a nice out and I want to look smart, but it weren't me. I'm staring at the crowd like this. <laughs> trying to be, like, you know, like... Now, when I'm on stage, I lose my butt marbles. I'll dive over the fence. <laughs> Are you guys at rats? You guys at rats? Uh, I, I was at rats. Did you see us play? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you know what I'm like on stage. Yeah. You know what I mean? I lose my marbles, and I'm sober. I'm fully sober on stage. I'm having a great time. I just completely, and and honestly, I have a pent up anger, which is just like I'm angry. I'm pissed off all the time. I'm pissed off. I feel like I, I have a lot to prove. People go to me. Do you, are you in a band because you love music? Fifty percent yes. Fifty percent because I just want to prove who I am. I, I want. I want to. I want to be on a pedestal, and do you know what, right? Is is that maybe that sounds horrible, but it's at least it's the truth. Yeah. You have to be like that, though. You can't wanna, just put yourself down and expect yourself to be successful. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I, I want to be. I want to be heard. I want to be listened to. I want people to listen to what I'm saying, and that's why when I go on stage, I let it out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Man, why do you go on stage, Sarah? What, what's your advice for all the younger bands? <laughs> <laughs> she was in a younger band, and then we 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 we, 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 we yeah. stole her. <laughs> <laughs> after that first rehearsal with you guys I literally got home you dropped me home and I literally, literally messaged my old band like 
I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Remember, I, t- I took her for a, a goat's cheese sandwich. Yeah. And I told her how, how, how serious this is. And then if she ain't ready for it, you know, she, she got to... Mm. If you're not ready for it, you got to step back. Yeah. No, I, I, love, um, I love when we gig, but, like, 50% of my brain is concentrating on you and not smacking you with my face. It's like, my brain is always like, where's Finn right now? Where's Finn? You're Honestly, just I'll be everywhere. somewhere everywhere. Like, when I get to a venue, I go, have you got the longest mic lead you can give me? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. I love. I get off stage and I'm the best place I could be, man. It's like, I love it. And the advice is, honestly, it's just like, maybe you've got to go through a teething process of, 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 of trying things out. Because like, do I still think I'm, I've got place to go? Yeah, of course, man. It's... um. And with the help from our team, with the help from our band, from our band, from the band. From like, <laughs> honestly, I've never met someone who's given me such good advice than Rob, our manager. He's, he's Rob and Dave. There's two of them. I feel bad now. I've left Dave out, haven't Aww. I? God, Dave's I the one who came Dave. down from London as well. We did a video last week, which will be coming out soon, a live video. And uh, Rob and Dave, the advice they give us is just like, I send them songs and they're constantly pushing me and it's great. Honestly, if you came to see us live too, it was it was in October that Rob came to see us. Supporting a band called Himalayas, I think. And Rob came to see us. And um, that's when he had time he sat us down going, Finn, you're not good enough yet, man. I'd get you off I'd get you off singing and playing rhythm guitar and get someone else to sing your songs. Mate, that was heartbreaking. Oh. And in less than two years, I've I've brought it round to the fact now that we've had Radio One play and he's got us. So I'm not blowing me on trumpet, but I'm saying like he's really helped me. And I two years down the line, I don't know what else he's gonna help me do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I believe I'm forever molding mushroom. I was really happy when he said like you weren't like your singing weren't good enough. Enough. I rejected him at first. I thought he was an asshole. <laughs> I went to heebie-jeebies and got leathered afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I sat on the steps with the girl at the time going, he don't know nothing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but he knew everything. He managed the coops. He managed. He managed the mama's heads. He managed. Everyone, he's like, he managed, I think, an early, <laughs> he knows everything. I was like, he don't know nothing, I'm going to prove him wrong, you know, like, do one of them bohemian, you know, the, you know, bohemian rhapsodies, and like, be like, I'm going to yoga one day, going to know who Finley Power is. <laughs> the next day, two days later, I'm in his house, and he's giving me advice, and he tells him between his legs, and he's like, he's like, do I think you've got the potential? Yes. And then about six months later, he came back, and was like, yeah, you're a lot better, still not good enough. And I, sh- I sent him songs, and he replied, good, 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 good but still not good enough. <laughs> he was like the basic. And eventually I sent him, he, he always loved the song we had called Stupid, which will be coming out as Stone. He loved that song, that's why he's waiting for something. Stupid and I'm not evil. And eventually I sent him Leave It Out and he went, that's got good lyrics. I sent him Leave It Out, he's like, great. And I wrote more and I sent him to the EP. And he's seen us live in, in London when we were like playing to Alan. And he's like, wow, I can work with that. He said, I can work with that. That's good. You start, that's real. What I see on stage was real. That seemed like you being thin and I tried to I even tried to like move away from the band and try to be an acoustic singer and he's like stop trying to be something else and um, yeah it was like in, that eventually came around I was like yeah you've got it now and he, he's, he's just giving me great advice so I'm just, just forever moulding as a band forever learning new things yeah. and we're open to criticism that's the main thing is to be open to criticism obviously if someone like some old man comes and goes who, who used to watch the Beatles in the cabin and goes I know everything about music, lads. <laughs> you can giggle a little bit and be like, yeah, do you, do you? But take advice off the people who know what they're on about and, and, yeah. and be, be there. Like, even though I went back to Hebe's afterwards and I had a little bit like, ah, oh, you know, oh, I'm going to make it. I still, and I wrote a little song called Stay or Get Out of the Way at the time, you know. Even then, 
I knew deep down he was right. Do you know what I mean? I knew deep down he was right, and I've been able to take the criticism. Yeah. I knew he was right. Do you know what I mean? I think it's good that you can recognise like criticism mm. yourself because when, when we started, like we we deleted like two of our first episodes because you look listen back and you're just like, oh, cringe, what are you yeah. talking about? You know just what I mean? me swearing me off of our stupid things. We done some episodes, yeah. didn't we, lads? We, like a bar, like. You start have to go down after school or something. Who are we to say that? Oh, lads, can I give it everyone a bite? I'm preaching to everyone when you, no one knows themselves, do you know what I mean? Yeah, we, used to have, we used to have like wanker of the day as well, didn't we? Oh, oh yeah. Annoyance of the day yeah. or something. You're like, sort of stupid, doesn't it? Just that week, you're yeah. like, oh, soul of the century. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> yeah, it's um, Yeah, mad game. You gotta learn, man. You just gotta keep trying, yeah. do you know what I mean? Just let you go again. It's a. Uh, just be open, like like just overcoming adversity is the, the best thing you can do. Do you know what I mean? It's and and people who are open to open to criticism, and I try and give. There's some bands I've tried to give. Some bands now who really have a hard time with criticism. I can't name them. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to name names because I'm, I'm I'm a good dude. But I've sat lads down and being like, really trying to give them the advice. And this is when I two years ago me trying to give advice, and I thought I knew a lot back then. And now, if I had myself two years ago, I'd be like, just listen. And now, even when Rob's giving me advice now, I'm like, oh, you know, come on, I'm doing a lot better now, do you know what I mean? I'm myself. But I can imagine two years from now, when we're further ahead now, and um, Sarah's no longer 13, do you know what I mean? <laughs> she's 18. We, we, we laugh. I'm 19. Oh, yeah, you're 19. We're 21, so we all laugh. Stop. She's just like, she's like, she's like a baby. And like, Alex is only 20 as well, isn't he? Is he? Elle's almost 22. Yeah, we've got a very wide range. Yeah, we were like, should we get... It was all planned out, Sarah. We were like, should we get some really old man in or just, like, some six-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, yeah, you just got to take the advice. Otherwise, like, you just, you're not going to get anywhere. Like, in fact, this, I've said this on um, Instagram Lives before. You can get all your mates... You can get 100,000 of your mates in your room to the mosh pit. Do you mm. know what I mean? But you're going to turn 20 and all those mates are going to no longer care and they're all going to leave. Like, like... Like this, is what I realised, you can, you can, you can, you can go and book a venue, like, and then get every single one of your pals down. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Every single one of your pals, they're wearing your t-shirts, but they ain't really fans. They're your mates, and they're gonna go eventually. Yeah. And you can claim, oh, we're blown away by the support that we've got, but it ain't real. And that's what I came to. And I'm not sitting there saying to young bands, ah, oh, your fans aren't real. I'm saying what I did. Do you know what I mean? That's what I did, and that's what a lot of young bands are doing. And it's sad to say, and. I might get, they might turn their nose up at me for saying this, because they might be like, oh, what do you know? Well, I've been 17 too, mate. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I've been through it too. I'm not just sitting here, some, like, some ow, 21 year old lad, you know, <laughs> with a grown a grey beard now saying me things. Like, I've been through it and I've, I've then turned up to being 19 and no one, like, our, our crowd's getting smaller, realising we ain't got no fans. So when we started Stone, actually now seeing a real fan base grow. Mm. Yeah. Like we don't invite people to our shows no more, like and we've sold a lot of tickets for our headline show. We're knocking almost like up to hundred ways, and, yeah. and, and it has, it's been locked down. It's, it's halfway to sold out almost, and it's like it's gonna be in February. Where is that? Phase one, but we haven't we haven't because it was in Zanzibar that closed down, so it's moving to phase one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So on the tickets sold, I couldn't, I could name about four people who've got tickets. The rest, I don't know. That's great. It's great. That's the good thing. That that's the beauty of it. That now people, it's a natural audience. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. and you've got to try and build a natural audience. You can get all your mates down, but after your mates come down, 
they're all going to stop coming eventually because they're only there because you did like they wouldn't have went eventually they can't be asked paying another five to come see you do you know what I mean (laughs) just don't fake it like I say it's got to be real because these big managers and these big labels will come down and they will smell it for some way I don't know how Rob did it I don't know how he does it but he knew that I weren't Joy Division I was putting the I I was putting the face on he knew that I weren't that he knew that I I weren't real I don't know how he did it he knew that when things went real, and he knew even by a video of us our gigs that they weren't fans; they were friends. Do you know what I mean? Mm. These guys are trained. These guys are trained professionals, at spotting talent, and you can have talent, but you've got to you've got to be real. I sound like I know so much when I don't. I'm still <laughs> learning. I'm just I'm just starting to get a bit of understanding of what it is, and another band will come in and tell you something different, and so I'm not right. I'm just I'm just maybe right for what I know, yeah. and no one else is wrong. So, any bands who are looking to start please don't hold my words to it because <laughs> you could get all your mates down the universal science and I'll look, I'll look like an absolute prick so so <laughs> so fans better though you, you do know? you you do you but I'm just giving you my advice do you know what I mean do you you get praise from someone you don't know yeah it means more doesn't it yeah like like my ma or my dad could say our oh, podcast was boss and it's just a bit like <laughs> nice one but like if someone, says, if someone else says it on Instagram oh, I love, think your podcast is boss don't worry nice one <laughs> <laughs> If someone says it on Instagram DMs, just that we don't know, it's a bit like, I'll say to you, like, oh, I'm doing all right, that, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. It's just yeah. different, isn't it? It's better yeah. with, like, you're reaching out a bit more, I find. Yeah, I understand that. No, it, it's, it's completely, it's, it's, and I have reached out, I, I will reach out to, like, I've seen bands live before, and I'm brutal. I'm so brutal, because I believe this industry, you can't, like, everyone's been brutal with me. I've had, even from the age of 17, crap, I got told by people around me, because I've got, like, I've showed my dad songs and he's turned around and gone, it's shit. You sound like Oasis, son. Like, I've turned up to gigs and my dad's gone, like, come after the show and gone, it's all right, Finn. Because my dad got told everything he was doing with shit when he was younger. No one sugarcoated me ever. I've, I've done shows and I've turned around when I was 17 and they've gone, you know, this guy doesn't move around in the band that much. You don't want to this. This guy ain't that good. You look like you don't care. You kept blowing your nose into the mic you knob do you know what I mean like <laughs> you have sniffling down the mic you know just like and my dad was doing all this and he's like you're young and, and no one was going oh yeah with me it was the opposite my family were telling me my mum was telling me songs will want to be my mum's my mum's she's a harsh man I show her songs <laughs> and she goes eh, not my favourite all the time so no one's giving me because they've all seen the industry and they know how hard it is so I've seen young bands before and I've gone I've gone up to a young lad before after he's played a gig and I've gone Lads, you've got something, lads. You know, you you you've got a great voice, but your band ain't good. Your drummer just does, can't keep a beat. Yeah. Your bassist like don't know how to play That's bass. It's a hard decision for someone though, especially if you mate with the most. And unfortunately, you've got it. Unfortunately, it's it's a brutal industry, man. Mm. And this is the sad thing I've got to say. Like, I understand that your mates, but tell your mates to go and sit in front of a tempo for a bit longer. Do you know what I mean? And this is what I had to get told. That's what people come and told me. Go and tell your drummer to go and sit next to a tempo, sleep next to a tempo. And it was heartbreaking because I've had to like re- relay these messages on from people who know what they're on about. Mm. Yeah. Told me, do you know what I mean? It's, 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 and um, it's hard because I've, I've gone to these young bands and it's hard for them to hear. But if it makes them skip a year from playing with a band who ain't good enough or it makes their drummer or guitarist get their shit together and actually start focusing on what they need to do, then. That's what needs to happen. Do you not feel like you've set a very high standard for yourself because you've seen like what your dad's done? Yes. Them? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. Maybe I've set too high of a standard. That's just me. Don't get me wrong. Standard. I don't go up to seventeen-year-old bands and go, "Your band's shit, lad." But you're sick. <laughs> yeah. No. I will say to bands though, like, um, 
you know, you've got something like, but you, you know, I think your band needs to be tightened up. Do you know, your drummer needs to play, you know, he needs to tighten up his drums. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Stop focusing on swinging his hair around and start focusing on hitting the beats. Do you know what I mean? I'll say that to them. And I've met some young bands and who've come to our shows and they've asked me for advice. And whenever I talk to them, I'll have a pint with them. And they never walk away snarling the nose at me. They always walk away with like, wow, man, that's great advice. Yeah. And I've had people, the only, there's only one band who's ever snarled the nose at me for saying it. You'll know them if I said them. But um, <laughs> it's, um, um, yeah, it's, um, everyone seems to be busy. Everyone seems to take the advice on board. And I always stress to them, I don't know anything. I'm not a, ge- a genius. I don't know much more. I just know the fact that I'm two, a couple of years older than you. Do you know what I mean? And I, yeah. I've been for this. And older bands, they'll give me advice. Do you know what I'm saying? Sometimes their advice have already been told. Sometimes... I think I know more than them, so I'll just I'll just listen and I don't argue with them. But it's just what you gotta just move on. What do you think of my advice, Sarah? It's alright. It's alright. <laughs> <laughs> do you find like obviously being like a woman, you get treated differently to the lads in the band? Yeah. I mean, it is it is kind of different being 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 a girl because I don't know because it's like seeing you three are really tight together. And I remember you said when we first did like our first gig at the cavern well when I played with you guys at the cavern and Elliot was getting right up in my face and I was just like I I really enjoyed that because it was like yeah oh my god I'm getting close to the band but I remember you you said something like oh we shouldn't get up close because you know you're a girl and I was just like come on I'm no different I'm literally not a single bit different than any of you I just look it's the 21st century and I'm just trying to be careful. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. Sarah's first gig with us, and she's only been in the band for a week, and our guitarist is like, like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, like, 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 don't sweat on the new bassist. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Let's look. The guitarist was just getting into it. Do you know what I mean? At that time, I didn't. You understand that, don't you? I didn't yeah, know. Yeah. I didn't know. And you've got to be politically correct. You've got to be politically you? correct, and you know, like I see Sarah like a sister to me now. Do you know what I mean? She's like my little sister. And, yeah, that, um, and like even when we do meetings and probably the thing that I will say maybe she gets treated for different is I'll set the lads a lot more jobs and with Sarah I don't want to I don't want to I don't shout at Sarah and <laughs> maybe I feel like I'm being a, should I shout at you more to be less sexist <laughs> Sarah <laughs> it's it but I feel like I don't shout at her because I don't want to be I don't want to upset her do you know what yeah. I mean and it's because you know like you like my little sister in the band do you know what I mean my little sister's going to watch this and then get upset going you shout at me don't you <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it, it's um she should have been in the van for a week and I was like and but then I think now I really I really now I include you on in the jokes do you know what I mean but like yeah. we used to go on tour and we'd, we'd do some really really stupid shit in the rooms but there's some shit that now we couldn't obviously do in front of Sarah because like <laughs> I can't run around the hotel beyond, I can't run around the room now I'll be on these wrapped around me do you know what I mean <laughs> go no 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 <laughs> like, like diving on Elliot when he's asleep do you know what I mean with, 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 with me ass first like I can't do that now <laughs> I don't know if we should cut that part out, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't run around like that, but... Um. You know, um, after we played um, at Wind Factory, I went I went off to go find a couple mates in the crowd, and this guy came up to me and he was like, wow, that was great. And I was like, oh, thank you. Oh, that's cool. And he was like, yeah, but you're a girl and you're a bassist. <laughs> and I was just like, okay. And he was like, yeah, but... You're a girl and you yeah. did that. I was like, oh, no, I what like the hell, stuff. man? Just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, that's just rude, man. I'm probably because like, I, I, I have three sisters. I, 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 I lived all this year with five girls on my own. Yeah. Um, I, I, like, I've, 
I seem to get on with women pretty well, but um, yeah. I don't separate genders. So when yeah. I got Sarah and then they're like, the lads were like, oh, do we get a girl? And I was like, if she rocks, man, she rocks, do you know what I mean? But um, it's like, now I've started telling you off a bit, but they're like, nervous. <laughs> now I've started going, Sarah, have you, have, you, have you recorded that bass line for the demo? And you're like, yeah, I'm like, do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I start being me tired and self, but um, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's good. And then... Um, I think I don't think there's anything different. I think the only time when Elliot when you first joined and Elliot got in your face, I was a bit like, just be careful because I didn't know if you'd like that. You know, I didn't know. I'm not bothered. Yeah, but it was you, I only knew you for a week, didn't I? So now <laughs> watching that, you will be a bit like <laughs> a bit like because I was there on stage and I was like, I was like, because I didn't know if Sarah would be like, I didn't know you'd be like cleanliness or you'd like this. And I was like, even if it was a new lad, because even if it was like a new lad and I was like, I didn't know. I was like, I didn't know you that well. And then mm. you know, still, you're still this now. Now when we're on stage, we all like start tripping Sarah up. Do you know what I mean? We all start standing <laughs> on her. And start we start pushing her off the stage. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get back gigging again. Same. I'm so when you're excited. When you definitely not about, when you can release dates. <sighs> Someone asked Bill Gates, man. He's controlling this virus. Someone asked the five G towers, which are emitting the coronavirus, which knocked them all down. The pigeons with the batteries. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, the weirdest page? thing you've seen on a gig so far? Or just in general, ever? Not ever. No, don't, don't, don't. don't, don't. <laughs> I've seen some weird shit, like It's in. The weirdest shit at the gig. What's going on? You, you go first. I'll have to think on this one. I don't know. I can't think either. I, was I guess it's Sean Ryder. Some bear got her tits out. She went, Sean! <laughs> <laughs> I've seen weirder, though. Oh, yeah. I, I, like, you get the odd... You get the odd... You get, you get the odd... Um, Madman, he starts coming to you afterwards and goes like, "I'm gonna get you signed. <laughs> <laughs> I've got connections. <laughs> Sony Records, mate. I'm gonna get you signed." And he's there like swaying with a bottle, like, like a glass of beer in his hand, and you're like, "Well, you're like, yeah." <laughs> and you're in your head and you're half like, "Oh, that go away." But then in your head you're like, "What was if he's just like he does have connections and he's just rat assed <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like. Like pass your number lad and I'm gonna I'll get you on the, the you know the Jimmy Fallon show and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like he's like he's my sister's he's my sister's best mate he's my sister's boyfriend's mate over in America in New York and I'm like I'm like yeah lad yeah yeah and this guy I was going to him after the oh yeah after the show this guy was like I'm gonna send you to America I'm gonna send you to LA. <laughs> and like our guitarist was I was like we're not going to LA. And my guitarist was there going, I've got A-level exams, can you work it around this? And I'm going, hell, we're not going to LA, lads. Just like, ignore him. I feel bad now, but like, you're always there. Like, what was if this dude is just like proper, like, proper connected? But like, yeah. he's just, he's just there that one day in the Stone Island cap. Do you know what I mean? And, and his pretty green shirt, just swaying. And he just happened to like, you know, just be there and money. It's chilling outside the gorilla, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Who knows? Any other weird things you've seen? I don't know how it feels like you connect. When we were on tour, some weird stuff happened. I met, I met a bouncer who, could play, who played the harmonica of some girl came into our, into our Airbnb one time. And then, uh, oh, that was a bit mad. She just came into our Airbnb one time. And then, like, we were, like, all there. She thinks she was off a barn. We were all just sitting there eating. About mm. to go to bed. We had a gig the next day. She came, she just rocked in the door. And she was like, I don't live with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Why have you guys taken me home? And we were like, you just walked into our house. <laughs> and we were like, do you want a glass of water? And she's like, no, I don't want your water. And I'm like, 
<laughs> do you want to leave? <laughs> That's so strange. Yeah, there's just been some some weird things. There's some weird things in not the bands. The weirdest thing was when um, ever was when they got abducted by aliens. <laughs> so I talk about that. <laughs> they took me up to the sky. Sarah's weirdest thing was when she when she was re- she was born and realised she's from Oxford. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Sarah has loads of plants in her house. Oh, yeah, I do. There's loads of plants. Like a jungle, yeah. Like, she's like a jungle, yeah. she sprays them. She knits as well. Yeah, I do. We should knit, we should knit, you should knit them a 10 pint podcast. <laughs> Go for <laughs> it, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> she knits. You can bang that out in an afternoon. <laughs> she can knit me some happiness as well. You can knit me a new good song as well. You can knit me a few bass lines as well. <laughs> yeah, she knits. And, um, yeah, you can get your dad to come teach everyone to do jiu-jitsu. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the weirdest thing I've ever seen is when I came I came, I came here to the gig and Sarah couldn't be bothered playing, so she had her cheese plant there to play instead. <laughs> <laughs> no, that didn't happen. <laughs> What's the best gig you've done? Or your favourite? And where were Rats. It was a belter show. It was a belter show. Yeah. I'd say I'll include Sarah, yeah, the best show with Sarah. That's a mad venue, that isn't it? That um, in factory. So sick. I love it in there. Yeah. I was trying to impress my girlfriend that day. It was the first time she came to see us as well. Like one of the first times. And I was like, yeah, come see us in Wind Factory, man. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she seen me and went, you're such a weirdo on stage. And I told her, no, 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 we're together now. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a great show. Just because I just launched myself over the barrier. Just got to lot. I just, oh, so just tried something and it just threw myself at the barrier and for some reason I didn't break my legs <laughs> <laughs> you know gotta do what you gotta do haven't you mm, you do when do you reckon you'll have any um, new music out go on exclusive <laughs> and that was it <laughs> wait what's the date today 17th less than two weeks from now there'll be a song out what day today what's the song called <laughs> you haven't even announced it have you um, you are now you're doing it now <laughs> <laughs> I haven't announced it it's called Stay Silent oh, then it's, uh, it's coming out on the 1st of September Mm. <laughs> yeah, can we cut that bit out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on the the first of September, it's coming out, man. It's um, called Stay Silent. I think it fits in with what's going on today. Um, I wrote that wrote that back in like September when Stone first Stone first started. And Stone only came out in October, didn't it? Stone Stone started in October. 2019 to 2020. We've had a great 10 months. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's called Stay Silence. Uh, I would do that acoustically for you today, but I would do a different song. Yeah, that's nice. I don't know if it's to play the new song I've written. Which one? Hallelujah. Should I play that one? Uh, well, if you fancy. I don't know if Rob will tell me not to, though, because it's about, it's about like... I don't know, we'll see. Maybe I should play it and then just get told <laughs> off afterwards. Mm, I'm not done then, isn't it? Yeah, it's just done. Yeah. I, can do it. I can do it. I'll just get told off afterwards. Just get that call going thin, thin. Who knows? Because then we never released the song, and I was like, "What's that one song?" And then it's be a ten pound podcast exclusive. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, we or maybe I'll just play anything else. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. How do you play that acoustically though? Because it sounds a bit. You'll see. We'll find, we'll find, we'll find out. Mate. <laughs> You'll see, young Padwan. I will show you the ways of the warrior. You ever seen Raven? Yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Delta, Delta <laughs> lad, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Boss. Got any more questions before we wrap it up? Um, yeah, what, what's both of your um, favourite pints? Ooh, I like a Guinness and black currants. Everyone says Guinness. Yeah. Everyone on the band says Guinness. 
Okay, so I can't. Oh, I like I like to mix my pints. I like uh, a John Smith's with lemonade, top with lemonade. Shandy then. Yeah, it's John Smith's. Yeah, I have better <laughs> lemonade. Yeah, it's a. Uh, oh, I like an IPA, a goose mm. IPA. A goose. <laughs> a goose IPA is a real make. <laughs> yeah. If I if I your pint will be something cheap like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Toilet water. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> right, what's the cheapest pint you can get in spoons? Doomba. <laughs> oh god I don't even know what I like like I've changed my mind literally in the last few months like I used to be like a proper like yeah I'll have a pint of cider but now it's just like oh I kind of like a bit of lager now I drink cider don't tell no one though <laughs> do you think what type of cider apple just put yeah like granddad cider like proper yeah. apple cider mate oh I love like mate that. that's the just that's just asking me. whenever I drink cider mate I just start button walls and spewing everywhere <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, yeah. That's why I don't drink cider. <laughs> when I drink cider, it's uh, aliens abduct me. I feel like we could have got more wacky in the podcast, but you an alien because you mentioned aliens a lot. You know <laughs> what planet are you from? Me. Yeah. Ah, oh, God. You're gonna make some conspiracies here, aren't we? Oh. Uh, what, what, what planet am I, am I from? <laughs> Won't shut up. Won't shut up. Uh, Mars. Um, I don't know. From somewhere pretty far away, mate. Mm. <laughs> Somewhere where they just ramble, where the aliens just don't shut up. <laughs> yeah, we're some 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 crazy planet where we can say like six hundred words in a minute. Yeah, Scamsdale, that's the planet I'm from. Scumthorpe, mate. I'm from that planet. Scared of the planet of Scumthorpe. No disrespect to Scumthorpe or Scamsdale. I'm getting battered now, aren't I? By someone from Scamsdale. So you have to like, don't go. Do you go there often? Nah, exactly. Don't get yeah. anyone to do. When I play a gig there, I'm just gonna get rolled up on, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> So that was um, Stone. This episode is sponsored by Oz Clothing. What's your social media? Shout Stone out. Liverpool. Mm-hmm. S-T-O-N-E. Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thanks a lot for that. Thanks a lot. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. This one is a new one, but it has no name yet. So. So I can clear my head, I can't begin to see But last night it got kinda out of hand I acted in a way, I got no legs to stand Here I was, drunk and walking down the street Next thing my friends shouting names at the oncoming police Before I know he's against the wall, placing cuffs I grab my phone to record, next thing I'm being scrubbed Let me out now, oh can you set me free? These complications, they come around to nail me Why did I run? I knew I'd never get away Shots send me back into a scene. I shouldn't drink no more time to cut it clean. I was grabbed and told not to film police. I gave them shots a ring doing for D and D. Leave me alone, I haven't done a crime. You pray on lads like me to mess up all the time. I moved away, walked towards them in the farm. Screen for coffee to stop me lungs, then I grabbed me phone and ran. Now I'm out of breath, oh boy, I cannot breathe. Need to find somewhere where they won't see me. I get caught and then I'm lost into the
sound I realize, you know, right I'm losing it, losing it, losing it, losing it, losing it I wake up in the morning and I realize, you know I'm losing it, losing it, losing it, losing it, losing it So I keep my cool I keep myself locked up so I know what to do When I wake up in the morning I realize, you know I'm losing it, losing it, losing it, losing it, losing it Thank you very much.